Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're discussing the parable of the mustard seed. Several weeks ago, I was on my way to work one early morning, and as I was driving to work, I looked over to the right and I saw a a woman who was walking on, on the side of the road. And as I took a second glance, I recognized her. She was one of our members of our church, and she's walking down the sidewalk. I looked in the rearview mirror, and I saw that no one was behind me, so I stopped. You know, we haven't had worship services since March, and so it was so nice to see a familiar face and to see her. I stopped. I rolled down my window. At first, she was a little startled, and I waved, and when she saw it was me, she was happy, and she came over, and we greeted each other, and we were very happy to see each other. But, you know, as she was walking down the side of the road, I noticed she was stooping over, and she was picking up uh, trash. And when she stopped, she had a bundle of newspapers wrapped in her arms. And I said, what are you doing? And she said, well, I'm on my daily walk getting some exercise and all this trash is on the side of the road. And she said, you know, Christ calls us to serve. And I feel like I have to do something, even if it's a small thing, to make my world and to make this walk just a better place for everyone. I was so touched by her words and that she would take the time on her walk just to pick up this big bundle of trash that was blowing around in the wind. As I thought about that, it reminded me of a parable in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, the 13th chapter. And I'll I'll read it to you. It's the parable of the mustard seed, and it goes like this. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in the field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. The mustard seed. It's a tiny little seed. You know, Scripture tells us that if we have faith just as big as that tiny mustard seed, then God can take that small little seed and help it to grow. At the time of Christ, when he was giving this parable, it was really something to say that the mustard seed was so tiny and it was of no significance. And it really was a common proverb of the day to say, oh, it's just small like a mustard seed. It's very insignificant. The seed is small, but when it is fully grown, it grows into a plant that is over four yards tall. So from this tiny seed, it's incredible, this big plant grows. And so that's the parable, and that's what Christ was sharing, that from that tiny seed, something big develops, something significant. Christ in this parable was encouraging the early church that even though they were starting very small, that they could grow. And the message of the gospel, the good news, could travel around the world and could touch the world if they would just have that faith, that tiny faith, as a small mustard seed, the humble beginnings of the Christian church. You know, there's a lot of things that have started very small. Uh, In 1975, two 20-year-old guys, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, they set up a shop in Jobs' parents' garage, and they dubbed the venture Apple, and they began working on the prototype of an Apple computer. 
to generate the $1,300 they needed in capital capital to start Apple, Steve sold, Steve Jobs sold his uh, uh, Volkswagen microbus, and Steve Wozniak sold his Hewlett-Packard calculator to get that $1,350 to start Apple. Could you imagine today that Apple, so many of us carry their products as a phone or use their computers. They've really gone globally and and changed uh, the computers in our world. And it just started in a garage, something very small. I read this week about uh, two young fellows also back in 1903, William Harley and his childhood friend, Arthur Davidson, they began working to build a motorcycle back in 1903 in a wooden shed back behind their house in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They had a a sign put on the door that said Harley and Davidson Motor Company Incorporated. That was their inspiration. And now, of course, we know Harley and Davidson motorcycles are famous throughout the world. You know, someone once said to me, you should never curse anything because it is small. Everything in life had a small beginning. These were two stories that were significant. But I think about the small things that we do in life that sometimes we feel are insignificant, but to someone else, they might feel quite great. I have a feeling that you're doing something small that others may feel is very significant. Uh, Small things are often important things. I think about our church, the Log Cabin. For many, many years, a group of women in our church uh, every month prepare birthday cards for a children's home that's in our community. Every child every year for many years has gotten a birthday card with a small little gift from our church. It's not much, but it's a way of saying, hey, someone is thinking about you on your birthday, and we appreciate you, and we love you, and we believe in you. A small little gesture that goes a long way. Can you think of a small gesture that you could do? Something small that would touch someone's lives. I have a friend named uh, Karen Casey, and Karen um, does these beautiful videos, and she encourages her friends who watch to take some special moments of each week, and she calls it splashing joy. Some splashing some joy in someone's life, doing something unexpected that someone wouldn't expect in order to bring them happiness. The lessons are very simple. We should not despise anything because it's small in our lives or the lives of others. Numbers really are no measure of success. Just because something's bigger doesn't mean it's better. Small things can be very important and significant things. The gospel begins small in all of our lives. It may have been a Sunday school class, a vacation Bible school as a child. It may have been an invitation to to come to a worship service. But God blesses these small endeavors in our lives. It may have been an act of kindness, something that someone has done to you that maybe opened the door of your heart in just a small, incredible way. Each of us should remember and remember the potential significance in the lives of others of the small things that we can offer. Plant mustard seeds in your world and in your life and watch the potential growth. Maybe a small act of kindness will go a very long way. I thought about a poem that I read many years ago, and it's called 
drop a pebble in the water. And it reminded me of this passage, and I'd like to share it with you. It's written by James W. Foley. Drop a pebble in the water, just a splash, and it's gone. But there's half a hundred ripples circling on and on and on, spreading, spreading from the center, flowing on out to the sea. And there is no way of telling where the end is going to be. Drop a pebble in the water, in a minute you forget. But there's little waves a-flowing, and there's ripples circling yet. And those little waves a-flowing to a great big wave have grown. You've disturbed a mighty river just by dropping in a stone. Drop an unkind word or careless. In a minute it is gone. But there's half a hundred ripples circling on and on and on. They keep spreading, spreading, spreading from the center as they go. And there is no way to stop them once you've started them to flow. Drop an unkind word or careless. In a minute, you forget. But there's little waves of flowing and there's ripples circling yet. And perhaps in some sad heart, a mighty wave of tears you've stirred. And disturbed a life was happy ere you dropped that unkind word. Drop a word of cheer and kindness and just a flash, it is gone. But there's half a hundred ripples circling on and on and on bearing hope and joy and comfort on each splashing, dashing wave, till you wouldn't believe the volume of the one kind word you gave. Drop a word of cheer and kindness in a moment you forget. But there's gladness still a-swelling, and there's joy a-circling yet. And you've rolled a wave of comfort, whose sweet music can be heard over miles and miles of water just by dropping one kind word. My prayer for you is you do something this week, maybe small, maybe what you feel is insignificant, to reach out and to touch someone's life in a small but significant way. As we close our service today, let us close with saying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you.